Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sodcast with your host, Mr. Ringo Starkey. Good evening. Good evening, Ringo, and how are you, my scouse friend? Well, I'm fucking great, you know. Thanks for having me on your fucking Sodcast. Uh, I've been really looking forward to this for a good fucking while. Oh, don't mention it at all, Ringo. Wonderful to have you on the show. Uh, This week we've got an exciting agenda. We're talking about spot beggars. Yes, we're talking about uh, people who are desperate for stage time and will fucking sell their grandma for a few minutes of stage time in a shitty room in a crappy pub in some arse end of town. Um, So, look forward to that. Uh, Yeah, great, I think. Well, yeah, it sounds fucking marvellous to me, um fucking spot beggars great yeah and then later on on the show Ringo we'll be talking about competitions comedy competitions is comedy a competition how many competitions are there why are there so many competitions what happens when you win a competition will winning a competition change your life is being a semi-finalist something to brag about that's coming up next in part two of the show Oh, fucking great, yeah, because comedy, yeah, fucking comedy isn't a competition at all, is it, really? No. Uh, Yeah, I'm fucking looking forward to that. That'll be a fucking great thing to talk about, yeah, great. So, uh, all right then, uh, why don't we fucking crack on then with the fucking show, like? Okay, Ringo, I can take a hint. Yes, spot beggars. Okay, what is a spot beggar? Um, basically someone who is so desperate for fucking stage time that they will cast aside their dignity and perform in the dankest, smelliest little cellar to no audience and a clique of their own comedy compadres who've seen their shit every fucking night, day in, day out, and it's the same shtick, every nuance is the same, they've all seen it all before, but they still do it, and they perform to each other, and, and it's just, it's madness. Oh, Jesus, it sounds fucking terrible. I'm sure you'd get fucking sick of doing the same shit over and over and over again, especially to the same fucking people. What are they fucking thinking? Indeed, what are they thinking? Um, Yeah, I think personally my take on it is that um, they're addicts. You know, it's an adrenaline sport. The adrenaline buzz you get from having a great gig... um, or killing it in industry parlance, not that it is a fucking industry. Um, the adrenaline buzz that you get, the high from a, a, a great gig, that love and validation from an audience, um, the high is amazing. And, you you know, if you've experienced it yourself, it keeps you awake all night, basically. Um, so, yeah, I think people are pursuing that adrenaline buzz. Uh, and that's why they keep fucking doing it. And that's why they'll do any shit old gig on the off chance that it might be good enough to give them that, you know, Ringo. Yeah, I think you might be fucking right there. And you know what I've always said? I've always said that, um, you know, if you're doing it for you, it's fucking self-indulgent and you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you know. Um, I think as an entertainer, as a performer, you've got to be in it for the right reasons. And those reasons have got to be... You've got to be wanting to give fucking joy and pleasure to to the masses, you know, to the public, uh, and not s- just fucking inflate your own ego. Do you know what I mean? Yep, yeah, I get you there, Ringo, my good friend. Um, and yep, yeah, I agree with you. And let's let's conclude this section. Spot beggars. Yeah, 
They're self-indulgent, needy people. They need the love and the validation, the adrenaline hit from a good gig. And that's why they do loads of shit gigs every night, even to their own little clique of comedy peers. Okay, I think we've nailed this one down. Let's move on to the next subject. Comedy competitions. What do you think of those, Ringo? Comedy competition, that's a fucking oxymoron, isn't it? I mean, since when's fucking comedy been a fucking competition? Uh, it's, I, it's so, do you know what? It's so fucking subjective, comedy. It's like, you know, some people, it's like music. It's like the fucking music business. Some people hate fucking jazz, you know. Some people fucking love it. Some people hate fucking thrash fucking metal. Other people fucking love it, you know. And if you're going to get loads of different fucking genres of musician all in one fucking competition, then the fucking winner's going to be whoever is the most fucking popular fucking genre amongst the judges, you know, not necessarily the best fucking musician. Do you, do you know where I'm coming from there, lad? Like, Yeah, that's an interesting uh, analogy there, Ringo. Um, definitely like music in that there are many different forms of comedy. Some people love gags and puns. Some people love highbrow stuff. Some people love surreal stuff. Um, but, you know, if that's not your bag, then you're not, you're not going to find it funny. Um, you know, I think it's very important also in this day and age that uh, you have star quality, as the uh, abused goose calls it, you know, and that really means you've got to be under 25, handsome, white, and, and middle-aged, and a boy. Um, although there are a couple of foxy-looking chicks out there doing comedy at the moment that, you know, I can see going on to greater things. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's uh, the populist fucking genre of comedy. One of the first rules is you've got to be fucking likable. And it doesn't mean necessarily that you have to be fucking super attractive, you know. Um, people don't have to necessarily want to have fucking sex with you. But they have to like the fucking look of you. And if you look like you represent something that, that they don't like, you know, I mean, if you look like a dirty fucking northern racist or something, then you're not going to you're not going to win any fucking any uh, applaudits from any of the, the kind of audiences that you don't fucking appeal to, which which will be most of them, you know. Yeah, I hear you, Ringo. I hear you loud and clear. Um, and, you know, I think there's a plethora of these competitions as well. Um, I think there's seven or eight general new act of the year competitions running at the moment. And by at the moment, I mean this year, this calendar year, um, in Britain alone. And, um, you know, that's quite a lot of them. And usually, the person who wins one or two of the key ones usually by default then wins a couple of the other ones now this is quite an interesting phenomenon and i want to ask you uh, ringo why you think that is well you know i've got this fucking theory um there was a there was a, a, a very funny girl um well there still is a very funny girl called fucking sarah milliken um have you heard of her Oh yeah, Sarah Millican. Yeah, everyone knows Sarah Millican. Um, she's the she's the one that goes. Oh, and then I had a period. That's that's her, isn't it? Yeah, that's fucking right. That's the same, the very same. Well, she's the only woman that's ever won the abused goose fucking starlet, whatever it's called, competition. And 
The thing is, she'd already won all the other ones, so the abused goose, of course, who normally have a 23-year-old middle-class boy with floppy hair and a lumberjack shirt and fucking skinny jeans, as a winner, the reason they had Sarah fucking Milligan as a winner this fucking year is because she won everything else, so they want to say that she's the winner of this, that and the other, and the abused goose, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I guess that makes sense, yeah, if she's, you know, if she's already riding a wave of success, and let's face it, she is a very funny woman, um, and, you know, I, I find her personally very funny, um, she, you know, I wouldn't have thought she'd have such huge mainstream success, but she obviously has, I think she had the best-selling DVD last year for a female comic, um, so, yeah, she's got TV shows and stuff going on, she's doing UK tours that are selling well, um, so yeah, I think a lot of competitions are going to ride on the success or grab onto the coattails of an up-and-coming talent like Sarah Millican. Um, so you know, to the extent that even the competitions that usually only a certain type of comic wins um, will will allow her to win theirs as well, so that they can say um, they can quote her as being one of theirs. You know, I think that's how it goes. Oh yeah, absolutely right. You know, and of course the. Uh, the woman that runs that competition is now referring to Milliken um, as simply Sarah, you know, as she refers to all the other acts that have won her competition by first names, just to let everyone know that she is in fact on first name terms with all these fucking amazingly famous comedians who she likes to give the impression that she fucking created, you know. I hear you, Ringo. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, I'm really pleased you're on this show with me, Ringo, because you're almost as bitter and twisted as I am. Um, and uh, I don't really know why you and I should be like this. I think, you know, perhaps we should be more fluffy and positive and, and supportive, you know, and, and, and nice, you know, full of uh, positivity and love. Um, you know, but but no, we're just bitter old men. Um, but... Uh, do you know, an, an interesting thing about these competitions is a couple of years ago, one of my very favoritist, favoritist, that's a wonderful word, one of my very, very favoritist acts uh, won a new Acts of the Year competition. Um, and I thought at that stage, I thought, right, that's it now. He's going to break through. He'll be on telly within a year. Um, you know, he'll be getting gigs at the comedy store and all these massive clubs. You know, he'll be touring and he'll be going to comedy festivals throughout the world and this thing. I thought that that win was his ticket to the big time uh, but guess what happened Ringo after he'd won this competition oh hang about let me fucking guess um, absolutely fuck all happened apart from him getting a prize and a, a fucking check for a few hundred quid absolutely spot on that's exactly what did or didn't happen um, you know he went on he just carried on as he was um, and it wasn't it wasn't a, a stepping stone. It's something that he's got on his CV, um, along with other accolades. You know, the guy's got accolades. But that's not got him any further, really, which is sad because he's a very different and a very talented individual. And, um, you know, I'm sure one day he will find a niche somewhere. Uh, but I would have thought winning a, 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 a national New Act of the Year competition like that would have put him on a different stage. And evidently... It hasn't. Well, I know it's just the way the fucking cookie crumbles, though, isn't it, you know? And I think in this fucking game, you know, you've got to graft for fucking ten years, maybe more, to, to get to a different 
fucking stage, you know. And you've got to be really fucking committed. You've got to be doing it all the time. You've got to be fucking spot-begging, even when you're on the telly, you know. Even when you've made a certain amount of a fucking impression on people, you've still got to be doing the fucking graft, you know. Otherwise, you're just not going to fucking get anywhere. I mean, there are a few exceptions to the rule, of course, but I think in general, it's still a lot of fucking graft. A lot of unpaid graft, you know, um, and expenses incurring graft, you know, it's going to cost you fucking money to graft um, for a good few years before you start getting to a stage where you're actually breaking even out of it or even, God forbid, making a fucking living out of it, you know. Great, yeah. Well, um, Ringo, it's been a wonderful pleasure having you with me on my first ever Sodcast. So uh, thank you very much for coming along and contributing to this incredibly interesting debate with me. Hey, don't fucking mention it. You know, you're more than welcome. And if you need me again to come on your fucking Sodcast, just say that you've got me fucking Moby number, haven't you? mace you of course you have yeah because we're good mace so just give us a call anytime like you know thank you very much ringo and uh okay i'm going to wrap it up there because a lot of the uh, other podcasts that seem to be popular in the last year or so um are running to about an hour um about an edinburgh show length really and i always thought that was i don't know ambitious but um let me refer the the the, the last word let, let me quote william shakespeare um brevity is the soul of wit i think a lot of comics would be well served to remember that brevity is the soul of wit so yeah um let's just have the muscle and none of the fat i think 14 15 minutes is more than enough for a sodcast don't you you don't want this to go on for another 40 minutes do you not even with fucking ringo here so i'll wrap it up thank you very much for listening to the sodcast and um Give me some feedback. Let me know uh, what you think of it. Do, do you want another one? Uh, do you just want me to fuck off? Do you want all the other sodcasts and podcasts to fuck off? Because let's face it. I mean, the podcast was fucking nine years ago. It was supposed to be the next big thing. Nine years ago. Why is it only now that open micers are all fucking flooding to do their own fucking podcast? Why are they all jumping on a bandwagon ten years too late? What's wrong with these people? Anyway, thanks very much and uh, wish you all the best. Love, happiness, joy and success. Shawnee signing off. And uh, goodbye from Ringo too, yeah. Idiots. <laughs>